I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, I've got a question for you. Oh, hi, I'm Scott. This is The Diary. And I'm out on the porch because I'm taking a break and, uh, it's really nice out today. Well, it's really humid because yesterday we got like monsoon style, flash flood style freaking rainfall out of nowhere that lasted about an hour. And it was just total water chaos around here. It wasn't even on the forecast. The forecast said sunny all day and then suddenly just wham, this thing just hit like a beast last night. But anyway, it's a little humid, but I don't mind. And I'm out here in it i'm here i'm in it to win it i'm in this humidity and heat to win it and you're here with me and i just pulled a string out of my sock that was so long there's no way that this didn't just compromise the the uh integrity of the entire sock the structural integrity of it seriously you know sometimes you just pull a little thread out this one is like weezer weezer pull my sweater as I walk away thing length, this is huge. There's no way when I take the sock off later, it, it is going to be the same ever again. Anyway, uh, that's not why we're here. We're here to have a quick discussion, all right? I had a question that I thought I would pose here. Can you hear those birds? I don't know why they're so prominent right over there. Um, and the question is this, Uh, I'll preface this by saying, um, I'm going to mention, do they still call these trigger warnings? I don't know what they call these now, but I'm going to mention, uh, issues around self-harm or possibly, uh, suicide, but not, not anything graphic or anything like that. It's more about the terminology around it that I want to talk about. So just know that going in. I don't want to, you know, I don't know where everyone's head's at. I don't want to mess anybody up or cause any, cause any issues. So if you, if you just can't talk about that, especially the the word uh, or words language around this stuff, then I would probably, it's probably not an episode to listen to. For the rest of you, let us, let us forge ahead. All right. Here is what. I have a question about. I was told the other day that from now on you're supposed to say I had, I had made some reference to suicide uh, in some sentence. I don't remember what it was. It was on air. It's on it's on a show. 
and I got cheesed about it pretty hard and was told that I'm not allowed to say the word suicide anymore. Instead, I'm supposed to use the word unalived, I believe was the term. Uh, and I immediately was like, wait, what? And I don't even mean that it sounds awkward or, uh, you know, not used to the way it sounds or anything like that. That's not really where, where my head was with it. Where I got flustered was what difference does it make if it means the exact same thing and all you've done is substituted one word for another? Um, an, an example would be, I'm not going to talk about my shoes anymore. I'm going to substitute, uh, substitute the word chair for shoe. So that you don't have to hear me say shoe, but what I'm, what I'm talking about is this, are these shoes, but I'm going to call them chairs. And then I can say, oh, my chairs are sure comfortable now. Sure glad I got these chairs on my feet. They're the best chairs I've ever had. I wish they had a little more sole and ankle support on my chairs but if you knew that, you, you would know that all I've done is swap one word for another. And I don't know what that actually accomplished. And I'm willing to admit, maybe part of the problem is I've never, not once that I can think of in my entire life, have ever felt suicidal. I mean, you get depressed once in a while, like everybody, I think. Everybody has some of that, right? But I've never been, I've never been like anywhere near that. And so I don't really know what that's like. And so I, I guess I'm saying I want to be sensitive to the idea that maybe the reason I don't see the difference is because I'm not as sensitive to it as others might be. That's entirely possible to me. But I also think if I, I don't want to assume people, how do I put this? I know they're, they're intelligent beings, whether they're suicidal or not. I think they know that, that, one word swapping out for another word talking about the exact same thing doesn't solve the problem I mean does anyone whatever state of mind they're in do they hear uh, hey I heard that guy up the street committed suicide oh I'm sorry no I'm sorry he, uh, he's now unalived I mean do you hear that and go oh phew sure glad you said that that version of that is so much better even though it's the exact, you know, we're talking about the exact same thing. Is it unalived or am I get the term wrong? Hold on. I'm going to make sure I got this right. I wrote it down because, uh, yeah, unalived. That's what I have written down. I don't, I don't know if that's a hundred percent accurate, but I think so. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Th those people know. And if you're sensitive to that discussion, which, again, that isn't my problem. Sensitivity around the discussion of, of suicide is not... I get that. I totally get that. But how would it make it any less sensitive if you just swapped a word in, but you were having the same conversation? You know what I mean? Like, if you were like, oh, I can't... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, all I can think of is other bad examples, but... I don't want you talking about my hair anymore. Please refer to them as follicles. Okay. So you say, oh, your hair looks weird. Don't say that. Oh, I'm sorry, your follicles look weird. Okay, that's better. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? 
because all words are things that we made up as a as a species to you know to to be able to communicate and we assign whatever meaning we assign to those words and suicide with all of its roots wherever it came from you know means what it means and if you want to put another word in its place i guess you can do that but i don't understand how that makes it any better you know and some words can be some words can start out uh, even modern versions of things that maybe we don't use all the time or whatever those can start out with a positive spin and then somebody takes it and puts a negative spin on it and before you know it it's now like everyone's sick of it and don't want to hear it anymore um i guess this isn't really that but i don't know i think just think it's i find it confusing and i don't mind being put in my like if i if i'm making an assumption that's wrong about something my my goal my ultimate goal is never to i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings I don't want to hurt anybody physically or, or mentally or spiritually or any of that. I don't want to do that. I would like to do that, you know, less. I would especially like, like to not do it by accident, especially when I don't know. I hate that feeling. And I've done that. Probably everybody has some version of this, but, you know. There's some terminologies around, you know, certain lifestyles that I just had burned into me for a lifetime. And then I've had to kind of learn to not be... Uh, to to try to be more sensitive to that stuff, and then try to be less insensitive when when communicating about such things. But I don't feel like this is that. This isn't like suicide isn't a slur or a automatic pejorative. It is just the word for what the thing is. Like take a thousand yard stare, or, you know, thousand yard camera view of this. It's just the word for it. And if you said to me, that guy up the road committed suicide, or if you said the guy up the road made himself unalive, I think it actually makes it worse for me. Because we're pretending like the discussion is the part that's that's the problem not the actual act of suicide. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? So maybe a better example would be like, um, like oh, somebody kills somebody else, we call that homicide, right? And I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say, oh, please don't say homicide. Please say that person deactivated that other person or <laughs> you know you hear things like took their life I, I think you can come up with ways alternate ways of saying the same thing but I don't know about replacing it like replacing a word because you I don't know the other possibility is that this is just some very small number of people who think this is a big deal and I just happened to get blasted by it by one or two people and I've and I've made it a bigger thing in my head than it is that's entirely possible too and I don't really want to go down that path if it's not you know what's the point of even talking about it if it's like one person or if they're maybe they're even trolling I don't know I don't think so though if they were then the word then they're the they're they're the ones who are being horrible not somebody who says the word suicide you know what I mean 
I don't know. I just like to navigate these things when they come up. I don't, I'm not content enough to just let it slip and slide away and not pay any attention to it or act like, oh, okay, sure. It's not how I do things. I kind of want to know. I want to understand the world around me. And I'm all, I also want to understand when I'm wrong. I'm, again, perfectly willing to to acknowledge that or see that and go, okay, well, Scott screwed up there. Let's not do that again. Let's do our best not to do that and then move forward. I, I'm perfectly willing to do that. I've done it with plenty of things. It's just I don't know how this one's that, you know. So if you have a thought or a feeling on it or you understand where this is coming from and I'm just missing it, then... Uh, email me or something, text me, 801-471-0462. You can leave a text and, you know, just tell me, am I, am I crazy? Um, I guess I would, you know, if it was somebody I knew. Or, you know what, let me ask it this way. If you're in a movie, okay, you let's say you went and saw Shawshank Redemption, the year is 1994, and you're in the movie theater, and you see Shawshank Redemption, arguably the best film of 1994. Should have won the Oscar. All right, no offense, Forrest Gump, but or or even Pulp Fiction, but I think the the real winner that year should have been Shawshank. Um, that's not really the point, is it? But in that movie, there is the scene where the old guy gets out of jail finally gets paroled he's in his 70s or 60s or something and he's trying to integrate back into society uh, you get a little narration from his perspective it's a it's a very brilliant sequence and it's it's to illustrate how hard it is for a lifetime uh, you know more of your time in prison than than out and then trying to go out and be normal again and it's really well illustrated, I think, but it ends in the suicide of this character in his his boarding room, his room and board space that he was that he was renting, and uh, it's a very sad, affecting scene because that character was you know very it was very easy to to want to root for that character, um, and it also sets up for a really poignant Morgan Freeman thing later when he gets out on parole. If you haven't seen this movie, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but it's been a while. You probably should have seen it by now. And if you haven't yet, you should, like, right now. It's fantastic. Um, uh, anyway, that moment is, uh, you know, this guy commits suicide in the movie. Are people in the movie going, like, if you go see this movie theater, you, you know somebody you were close to or something that, that struggled and, and ended their own life or whatever? Do you, do you go, what do you do? I think about this a lot. What, how do you react? I don't, I get this feeling. It's not about the terminology. It's more about the depiction, right? Now, if somebody who's being like flippant about it, ah, uh, suicide, that's a coward's way out or, or they're, you know, more personally, they're like, oh, uh, that guy was, you know, he was just aching to take himself out or whatever, you know, like if you're going to be mean about it, that's a different thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm as offended as the rest of you about that. But 
it's almost a separate issue, but I always wonder how that feels for people who've had that more personal experience. Like if you, uh, I always think about this back in, um, uh, mid aughts, I guess the beheadings that were happening oftentimes to foreign journalists or whatever in, um, you know, by the Taliban or other related groups. And they were doing, they were cutting, you know, some reporters heads off and stuff like this, doing it on camera, whatever. I mean, horrific, horrible stuff. Right. And I remember thinking, can a person who's, who, if you're a family member of somebody who had that done to them and maybe you even witnessed the the crime, it's, you know, this horrible videotape. I don't know if you could even, my guess is you'd probably not want to see it. But if you did, and you had that very, very intimate personal attachment to the people involved, um, could you watch an episode of, uh, like a Halloween episode of The Simpsons and Homer gets his head lopped off? A very specific episode. Can you see that without, I mean, there's no way that you can't not think of the thing, right? Anytime decapitation is is portrayed in a film, television, a song, whatever, whatever the whatever the portrayal is, art, wouldn't you always just have a visceral horrible reaction to that? I mean, I think I would. And this is this goes for any tra- traumatic thing, right? Like, if you were in a near-plane crash, could you ever watch, like, a, a plane movie where the plane's going down again? Can you watch Lost? And that whole... You know, everything that happened on the airplane in Lost? Or Yellow Jackets or any of those where it's just completely bananas in a plane? Probably not, right? Maybe even collectively that happens to us. It's like... Uh, after 9-11, if, if you saw a depiction, either um, an actual plane crashing into a building or something like it, even if it was just some cheesy action movie or something, it's impossible not to now associate that, right? Because that's trauma on a larger scale, a, a national, maybe even international scale. And... You know, I remember I remember prior to 9-11, if I saw people jumping off of buildings or, you know, there'd be like a sitcom, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati, one of the characters is up on a building and is, is acting like he's going to jump off and everyone's trying to talk him out of it. It's even all done for comedic effect, right? But after seeing people jump on live cameras from uh, the towers that day, uh, because it was either that or burned to death. I mean, that changes your perspective, right? So now I don't think I can watch Les Nessman stuck on a roof while Mr. Carlson tries to talk him down, or Herb Tarlick. I can't, I can't believe I know all these names. I haven't seen WKRP in about a billion years. Anyway, that doesn't have much to do with my original point, but... I'd be curious about your take on this stuff, as always. This is where my head's at today. Uh, this may seem a little dour. I don't mean it to. It's just been, a, you know, it's just something I was thinking about. 
actually been thinking about it for a couple of weeks. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and do anything about it. And I had a moment. I was out here. I know some people don't like it when I'm not on my microphone, but yeah, the diary's a more personal thing. Where's this wind coming from? Sorry. It's so still a moment ago, and now you're going to get mic noise, probably. All right, well, it's a perfect time to end it. Would love your feedback. Frogpantsllc at gmail.com if you want to send me an email. If you'd rather uh, text it, super easy, 801-471-0462. And I uh, would love to hear what you think and what your take is. I hope you guys are having a nice summer. I hope uh, you're not too hot wherever you're at. And uh, that you and everyone around you is doing okay. And I'll see you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.